Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of 2 Timothy. Paul reminds Timothy to fan into flames the spiritual gift God has given him. God gives each of us special gifts to build up the body of Christ. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind so that we must never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And with the strength God gives us, we must be ready to suffer for the proclamation of the gospel. In a time of mounting persecution, the Apostle Paul told Timothy to expect suffering. Timothy, like Paul, would be jailed for preaching the good news. But Paul promised Timothy that God would give him strength and that he would be ready when it was his turn to suffer. God will strengthen us too. Jesus promised, he will be with us. But then in verse seven, he takes a different aspect. And here he's saying, um, really, and you've got to look at what Paul is teaching. And the reason I'm dealing with Timothy is because this is teaching from Paul to an individual. And I'm dealing with you, not collectively, but I'm talking to you as individuals who are listening to me, watching me. And so he says in verse 7, Stir up this gift, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Now, this is going to come out a little bit further down, because in verse 8 he says, Don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. So he's saying to Timothy, don't be afraid. Although I, speaking to you, am in prison, but be partakers of the afflictions of the gospel. In other words, we have to pay the price. You know, we get persecuted. I get persecution. I never forget that um, in all those years of Bible smuggling, when I was working in, 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 in the communist countries, I was fully aware there were no Bibles and, uh, except the ones that we were supplying and a limited number that they managed to copy or print. In fact, I have in my possession a, a page from a handwritten Bible. But yet, the... Bible society used to contend with me and argue with me and say there is no persecution in the in Russia and there's no shortage of Bibles. But that was because they got the wrong information. <laughs> I knew the truth, in fact. <laughs> I hardly dare say this, but I also knew the truth about some men who were operating in the West and um stating that they were persecuted and one thing and another. Um, I would very often know more about that than they did because I spent so much time there. So what Paul is saying, that we don't receive a spirit of fear. Come on. The spirit of fear is not from God. It's not the gift of God to be afraid. That comes from the enemy. And I'm going to challenge you. Fear comes from the devil himself, who will always try and make you afraid to do what you do. And I don't care. In fact, having once been in prison, I've lost my fear. 
and um, I may, I don't know, uh, <laughs> do things in the coming years which may even see me threatened with or even put back in prison. I don't care what they do to me. I have, I've lost all fear of what the devil can do. So God hasn't given us, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. That can only come from the devil. But instead, he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Therefore, we must not be ashamed of the gospel we preach. I'm afraid today, I have to say this, people are becoming afraid of the gospel they preach. They're afraid of persecution and so on. But be partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. I mean, look at me. I was in prison, but I prayed and asked God for a miracle, and I got a miracle, and I got out after only one year instead of ten. We mustn't be afraid. Uh, it's the power of God in verse 9, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Now, this is a wonderful reference to salvation, that it actually says in the scripture, it says here and it says it uh, in other places, that before sin came into the world, God made a way of escape. Because Jesus Christ is referred to in scripture as the lamb of God, the sacrificial lamb slain before the commencement of the world. So before creation... And before man's disobedience, God, in his plan, had made a way of escape. So that's the blessing, and, and, and that's what it's referring to, that our faith was prepared and given to us in Christ even before the world began. You know, you have to fully understand what Paul is actually inferring and saying here. What he's saying is that literally everything about our lives, our salvation, the church, and everything we have was all known and planned before the fall of Adam. Now in verse 10, this grace is made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus. Uh, you see, the fulfillment of the salvation wasn't until Christ came uh, in our biblical reference in around about the year 4,000, right now in 2000, uh, 6,000 years since creation. But so in actual fact, the salvation which was prepared before Adam's sin didn't actually come to fruition until 4,000 years later, when Christ appeared. But Christ's appearing was only a manifestation, using the words here, of what God had planned from the beginning. 
So you've got to look at God's timings in a totally different way. If you think that your salvation wasn't planned just simply when you were born or when the preacher brought you to Christ, your salvation was planned long before and only came into fruition 2,000 years ago, and the final part of it doesn't come until, of course, we join Jesus in heaven. But he's saying in verse 10, the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death. You know, unfortunately, we hear about death all the time. Death is always with us. That's, uh, somebody once said that in life there's only two certainties death and taxes, <laughs> but death, uh, unless you're delivered, unless we're alive at the coming of Christ, death is inevitable, except that Christ has conquered death and demonstrated by the resurrection the eternal life which we have. I've got eternal life now and I'm demonstrating it and that's one reason why I refuse to die or to be ill and that's why I'm jumping around today is because I'm rejoicing in what I will have one day. I will not die in the spiritual sense. Christ has abolished death and brought life. The scripture teaches that the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. Be encouraged today, no matter how dark the situation is, God's light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot extinguish it. Because of your generosity, the light of the gospel is shining brightly in Ukraine and in Armenia. Recently, David has had the opportunity to minister in these nations, holding days of prayer, uniting believers in one accord to pray for peace and for unity. Thank you for continuing to support our evangelism and ongoing work in Ukraine. David's vision is to see Europe one for Christ. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for your generosity. We pray God's blessing upon you and your family. We would like to give you a free gift. David Hathaway's Prophetic Vision magazine is available free of charge. All you need to do is ask for it. This faith-building resource will show you the path to revival in your life and ministry. To receive this free magazine, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash magazine. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.